0: Well, what is going on, everybody? Welcome. Welcome, everybody, into the Hump Day hotline. Hump Day! And, what's going on? Hump Day? Hump, Mike, Mike, Mike. I was I was literally about to say Jay Spence is drinking out of his Arizona Cardinals cup. <laughs> Red D, let's Dude, go. They might, the, they might be the worst team in football this year. The worst
1: okay. team We're shooting for that number one pick, baby. We're shooting for that number one pick, baby. Let's go. Go cards. Let's Uh-oh. go.
0: It is yeah. hump, hump Day. This is the Hump Day Hotline uh, with your co host. My, my, my name is Joe Miller. You can find me on Twitter uh, at Joe Miller Wired. And then over there is my co host, Jay Spence the King.
1: Yo, <laughs> <laughs>
0: You can find him on Twitter at Jay Spence the King. It is so good to have everybody with us uh, for this uh, wonderful edition of Hump Day, the Hump Day Hotline. We are what? Uh, we're a couple weeks in. We were off last week. Uh, We have a football game coming up, right? How exciting is that? Uh, Real football, sort of real football is actually about to happen. Not real, real football, but real-ish kind of football. Uh, And uh, the title of the show, your guy is coming
1: back to town. Before we talk about McKenzie, (laughs) because, you know, we're going to talk about him. (laughs) Before we do, though, I will say, first you are so like football is back and I know it's preseason and I know, you know, we're going to watch some, some guys who, you know, that won't make the roster. And this will probably be the last time that they put on a football uniform to see, you know, like for the rest of their careers. And what, like, we're going to watch some, some football that won't be the same quality, but man, I, I would sign up during the summertime to watch like practice squads play against each other. <laughs> like, that's how much I miss football. I, I, I've watched this last season, probably three times. I've watched the season prior to that a couple times. I've watched, I've watched a lot of football this summer. <laughs> I, just, I feel pathetic. I really feel pathetic.
0: I have uh, lived by the phrase since I started doing podcasts with you and everybody else to uh, not wish your summer away. And this summer, I watched a lot of sunrises. I watched a lot of sunsets. I watched yeah. a lot of boats go by. Like I just, we just sat at Lime. Like we extended our stay by five days, so we checked out today. Instead of Saturday, we were like, yeah, we don't want to leave yet. So we like texted the people that the landlord were like, is anybody coming in today? Like, or tomorrow it was Friday. She's like, nope. And I was like, we're staying <laughs> until Wednesday. She's like, okay. <laughs> so we did. Um, But I am ready for football. We went to uh, McKenna and I took in camp one day, got to see Joe Marino and uh, Pat Moran. We sat with Pat and yeah. Joe. Um I saw which, the
1: pictures, man. Yeah, I was living it up. I saw that.
0: <laughs> it was a lot. It was, it's, the camp is always fun. It's a, it's an interesting vibe uh there's a closeness and a realness just because it's kind of like every everybody's just kind of got their guard down as far as that goes we wanted to go i wanted to go to the red versus blue game but i didn't want to leave the lake as far as that goes and it's i had six tickets i gave them to a friend i was like uh take your family so he ended up taking his family which is great but football yeah dude we're gonna get to see them put the uniforms on on saturday uh the indianapolis colts are coming to town which by the way i'm not gonna be able to go to that game either so i have two free two available tickets for that game too so somebody wants them hit me up in my dms uh first first come first serve to my dms and you get my oh, indianapolis full well, Buffalo in bills it's going down in the dms not like that don't <laughs> hit me i don't need any pictures i don't need any pictures <laughs> in my dms just say hey i would love to take Joe say my- we good <laughs> <laughs> i'd love to take my kid uh but yeah so um but a lot is going on uh Hard knocks, man. Before we get started with that, so we are Super Chat Live. If anybody wants to ask us a question or jump in on the conversation, we're going to be doing our first roster projection for this show. Uh, Offense we're doing, right? I couldn't get to – you're supposed to get the magical even number, right? So 53 divided in half, 26. I couldn't get there. So I
1: didn't. I'd never get there. Every year I'm a little – I'm heavier defense
0: right? every year. Right. That's how I felt. I was like, man, I feel like I need to be adding somebody and I'm not really sure. So I just yeah. But so we're going to do a roster projection for the offense for this episode next week. We're going to do the defense uh, and probably comment a little bit about that football game. Uh, but before we get there, make sure you hump the like. So as we like to say here on Wednesdays, jump on that like button. It's good to have everybody that is has piled into the uh, comment section. If you are not watching us on YouTube, please jump over to YouTube and uh, check us out. Um, but there's a lot going on, so there's some injuries out there. Uh, hard knocks started. Let's start with hard knocks. Yeah, wow, first
1: of all, wow, like wow, wow. we we so we didn't even plan that. <laughs> no, no, first of all, wow. And outside of it being the New York Jets and outside of you know me hating them because I'm a Bills fan, wow, I mean, wow. there, I don't think there, first of all, could have been a better pick. This year, Agreed. for hard knocks, um, we could talk about the production. We could talk about just everything of it, but I, I want to talk about Aaron Rodgers. Like, who is this guy? Like, who, who, like, where did this dude come from? Because this well, is it was, it, was
0: Rod- the, it was the lineman that pulled the microphone down and said everything they say about Aaron Rodgers on the on TV is not is not true, right? I mean, and then he gave the microphone back.
1: Well, and then like he's laughing, he's giggling. Like, you know, it's like he's like, you know the new girl in the relationship. And, you know, he's like, Oh, (laughs) you know, he's all cute and cuddly. And it's it's like, are you kidding me? Like what is happening? And then even, even like, he's doing the big brother thing where him and Zach, like he, he, it's just, it was like, what is that? Coach is like gushing over this guy. Like you talk about a man crush. Like, Oh my gosh. I've never seen a man look at a man. I think, I think the closest I've seen, is like me looking at Josh Allen like I Ro- but I've never seen Robert like just,
0: Sa- pre- Robert Zell Sa- Go has got beautiful eyes and now he's got hearts in those beautiful eyes right gazing
1: <laughs> like just absolutely <laughs> he's gazing just like
0: <laughs> that's our quarterback. Like how many times they say like that, that that's is our quarterback, our quarterback. That's our quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> and so there was a lot about Aaron Rodgers to talk about. We There's some meat on that bone, like the the when they're doing the side shuffles and he's coaching up Zach Wilson. I'm like, wait a second. That's what they do. Like, that's clearly not what they always do when they're doing the side shuffle. Like when they're stretching and he's like drawing out plays on the ground. I'm like, what is happening right now? Um, clearly we're getting a different picture and a different view of Aaron Rodgers than I think Mm -hmm. what the Packers got the last three or four years, where he didn't want to be at camp, he didn't want to be players, didn't want to be three or four
1: years. I mean (laughs) I mean, it's been a long time where you've had people say like he wasn't necessarily like the greatest teammate. And I mean, and that wasn't just like media talking. Like you've had people come out who've left the team say, like, yo, they're not. This is not – so I just don't understand, like, how this guy – like, this guy just – out of nowhere. He's, like, the perfect mentor. Yeah. The perfect – like, the perfect uh, bridge Hall of Fame quarterback. Like, yeah. he's coming in, and he's, like, dry, dimes. I tell you what, his thumb is, ha- is healed up. Oh, yeah, for sure. For <laughs> I sure. can tell you, his thumb is not – you're not going to get last season Aaron Rodgers. You're going to get d- – yeah, yeah, I, yeah he's here.
0: Yeah, there's a level of comfort you can clearly feel that he has because Nathaniel Hackett is there. Uh, do mm-hmm. we? There, there's we can talk about Nathaniel Hackett. I don't understand how a dude. It's 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 a weird. It's a weird thing for. Now I'm not a Nathaniel Hackett fan. Do I know the man personally? No. Have we ever gotten an opportunity to see it, that intense up like? That in depth as we did on that one episode of Nathaniel Hackett and just kind of his charisma and his fire and stuff like that. Clearly, we are a little bit uh colored from his tenure here with Doug Marone as far as our feelings on Nathaniel Hackett, but like what he did in Denver, like that display of head coaching, it's hard for me to it's, it's hard for me to gather like how he's such a good offensive coordinator who is like you know uh he you know players gravitate towards him and he's compelling and he's got good speeches and everything he says makes sense and he's got fire on the sideline during practice and then like the dude was lost lost in denver
1: like but you know what so you you're in leadership and you've been in leadership in several different i'm a firm believer that like you can be a great leader in a specific role or you can be a great you know like not everybody is built to be a ceo just because true. you're a good manager doesn't mean true. you're a good ceo true or just true. you know or so i just look at it like you know i'm a fan of nate hackett as an offensive coordinator you know i i know bills fans you know look and what i feel like that whole time was just not good like we didn't mm-hmm. you know like there there was a lot of things that we complained about and nate hackett being here was just one of them mm-hmm. but you know when, when he was in structured a good structured environment with a team that had anything worth building or worth, you know, really trying, they look good. And granted it was Aaron Rodgers, but no, everybody likes him too.
0: Yeah. Everybody
1: likes him. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that speaks volumes for me too. I I just, I don't know. I think he's, you know, I, I think, I think he is going to get the, the hard, you know, he gets the blunt of the jokes and all of that. Yeah. (laughs) But as he should, it was horrible, but, but I like him as an offensive coordinator
0: you're watching garrett wilson and sauce Gardner, um and i still i still claim that sauce puts hands on people but and i think it this was on display a little bit in that episode like he just punch and he's like punch punch it's like you can't do that
1: (laughs) you just can't i didn't see that I, i saw it was a good battle and i like i'm i'm excited um he's so good i'm excited to watch them
0: he's so good like you're excited to watch the jets
1: yeah I am. Right. I'm excited to watch the Jets, dude. If you're a fan of football, like you, you got to be honest. Like this is the last season we saw what that defense looked like.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Bills yeah. fans saw it twice.
0: Yeah, for and, sure. And
1: then now, like you add Aaron Rodgers and he's making certain. Now again, it's practice, but mm-hmm. that's a good defense. That's a good defense. So he's oh, yeah. making throws that that you know we've Josh and and Mahomes and Burrow maybe you know like there's yeah. there's certain throws that he made even in that it was like okay.
0: Well, right. the one, the one defensive coach it could have been the defensive coordinator was like, you know, he just made a throw that like no other human on the planet can make. I'm yeah, like, yeah. He's uh... embellishment, embellishment. I a think there's bit. at least three other guys that could probably make that throw in the NFL. Yeah, right. So, but I get it.
1: I mean, I get it. I get Herbert,
0: it. Mahomes, and Allen.
1: I get gassing your guy up. I get gassing them <laughs> yeah, up
0: for sure. And that's what's funny too. But I think what's interesting to me. is so, so one of my biggest takeaways. Um, Aside from everything that we're talking about with 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 Aaron Rodgers, Nathaniel Hackett, and Sauce, and Garrett Wilson, and Garrett Will, Garrett Wilson is he's a very endearing player as well. Like his personality comes out well on that show. Uh, but it was the whole you know um, the the dude that's the voice for the the narrator for it. live leave leave. Uh, I can't remember his last name. The guy that played in—he was in the—he uh, was in the, he was in the uh, Wolverine movie. is Wolverine's brother. He's yeah, been yeah. in the Manchurian Candidate. He's a movie. He's an actor. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. But he was like, you know, a whole bunch of people didn't want to do this. And he's like, yeah, I didn't think they want. I don't. I think people wanted the distraction. And it's like, you got like Method Man showing up to practice. Like you got <laughs> distraction. Like the narrator of Hard Knocks came to camp. Like came to practice. Like how much more distraction yeah. do you need than that? So yeah. I. Like, it seems like there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunity for distraction circling probably that training camp more so than any other hard knocks episode we've seen. Would you agree?
1: I would. I would agree. And on top of it, I think now this is this is heightened a, a whole lot because it's Aaron Rodgers. But I think you also see the difference in what's available in a small market versus a big market. Oh. So like when you come to Buffalo, like guys are coming here to play football with Josh Allen, That's you right. know, and, and I'm not, so I'm not, and I'm not saying this as a negative about the jets. What I'm saying is when you have, like you have the ability to draw guys to cities because of the lifestyle on there, they were talking about going to see Michael Jackson on Broadway. And they were talking about uh, doing all these things. Those are reasons why people want to play there as well. And yeah, look, those distractions it can make a break it can it can change the the, the talent they got it they yeah. they um and I'm not because of the show last night I think the show did a good job at trying to paint the picture of them being like this you know Super Bowl favorite team because mm-hmm. of everything that's happening so I think yeah, they did yeah. a good job with that but if you if you know football and you look at this team you you like okay this this team going this this team can very easily make some noise this season. So
0: you talked about the bright lights, um, and I, I've never been a firm believer in the bright lights of the city. You know, especially New York City and LA and some of the bigger Chicago. But you know, I would say that Chicago probably pales in comparison to LA and New York City. Obviously, a little bit. It might be because of how good the team is is or is not. And then I think the oh moment for me oh 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 was literally and it always comes it's going to come around to this guy for me for a while is Isaiah Hodgins is everywhere have you noticed that he's on highlight reels for the NFL for NFL network he was like he was interviewed for top 100 players all over the place Bills players Giants players it's like this dude is is Gabe Davis you know, caught what was it four touchdowns in a playoff game in a in, in a in a playoff game against the Chiefs and like was like the story of the game and was on Good Morning Football and that was pretty much the extent of it. Yep. Isaiah Hodgins, there's a lot to, you and I have a bet about 425 total yards for the season for the guy. Like, there's yes. there's a lot of jury still out for Isaiah Hodgins. Meanwhile, in New York, but he's it's he's everywhere. It's just it's de- it's a different world for sure. And I think there's something to be said for being here like you said, coming here to play football with Josh Allen. Um, but yeah, it's it's good stuff. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to watch that. I still have not watched the quarterback series yet.
1: I, I want to go back and rewatch it. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like, you know, because I, I, I watch stuff while I'm working or I watch stuff while I'm doing, you know, other things. So I didn't really sit and watch it the way I wanted to. But from what I gathered from it, I tell you what, man, I, I gained a lot of respect for Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, think, I think he's a, a whole lot – he's 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 a lot more um he's more of a leader than i thought he's tougher mm-hmm. than i thought you know and and just an overall good dude so i i gained a lot of respect for him so gotcha. and then mahomes i mean he's really mahomes is like that but i think we all knew that
0: yeah what well, when we jump into or before we jump into uh the current depth chart, which was uh, very thoroughly gone through online to gain before this episode. If, if anybody caught that live, if not, go back and watch it. Um, or if it's, you're listening in podcast form, please go back and listen to uh, to Jerry and Sarah go through their depth chart or go through the Bill's depth chart. Before we get into that, is there any other news or topics that we need to talk about necessarily that you can think of off the top of your head? Uh, what about the top 100 stuff? Josh Allen at eight and uh, Jalen Hurts. You stayed out of a text message group. You didn't even respond. Didn't even, me, even Jerry, respond. and you. Jerry's trying to incite me, and I'm, I, ping- I just, I'm like, I'm
1: hitting the ball back, <laughs> and you're just silent. I, I just watched it. I just watched the whole thing happen. I'm like, I'm not even going to touch it. I'm not going to touch it. I, look, I I think it's fair. Jalen Hurts, never.
0: he's had one marginally good season. He's the third best player in football.
1: I don't I don't agree. I think for this show, you have to take okay, so it's a player voted list. Yes, this there was is a not, bunch and, of them.
0: There was a lot of them that said Jalen Hurts.
1: And and but so it's a player voted list. And I think t- a lot of times us as fans and then us as as content creators, and we, you know, we want to be analysts. So we overanalyze. Well, no, Josh Allen is better because he did this on the ground, and, which was in, up to par with Jalen Hurts. But then he threw for this, and then he did this. So we're, like, really analyzing this stuff. I think players are looking at this from a standpoint of, like, okay, this is our fraternity. This is the, this is our brothers. This guy made it to the Super Bowl. This guy, he took a step forward. He, he's a winner. He mm-hmm. got to the Super Bowl. And and I agree. It's recency bias. So it, I just I just look at it like the players aren't looking at it the same that way that we are. They're not breaking it down. To say like, well, Josh Allen reads a defense better than Jalen Hurts. I, I think Josh Allen. The last time they saw Josh Allen, we didn't score fourteen points. I
0: I agree with you. I just for I'm not saying that Josh Allen deserved to be higher on the list. I'm not saying that he deserved to be three and Jalen eight. That's not at all. Before and I know I know you know that that's not yeah, at all yeah. what I'm saying. I just think three is really high for what I feel is a system quarterback. Who's literally playing Josh Allen's system? When you watch their offense, there's a lot of very similar concepts about getting out of structure and and kind of like extending the down and getting into getting late in the down, like to make plays outside of structure. I just feel like, like show, like show me you've been there before. It just, I, I, yeah, I just three is three, three just seems. I'm not again. I'm not saying Josh deserves better. Um, well, no, I, 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 felt top, I felt good about the top. I felt good about the top ten besides number three.
1: No, but I we I'll, I'll say Josh deserves better, you know. But mm. I also think it's fair. Like when you look at last season, there were a lot of things that we as Bills fans could praise Josh for. There was a lot of things that a lot of people praised Josh for. But he also turned the ball over a whole lot in the a red bunch, zone. A bunch. A whole a bunch. lot in the red zone,
0: which he'd never uh, done before. You know, which he'd
1: never done before. He'd never before done. Yeah. You know, before this season, he was. Ba- what was he like? He had something a crazy stat, like something a hundred to zero touchdowns to interceptions yeah. or something. Yeah. So, months. so, but, but this year it was insane. He, it was just, it jumped up. Yeah. So that to me, you do that. No, you're not going to be looked at as the number two to everybody. Now in Buffalo, we see what we see. Um, shout out to Tia Stale. She was on somebody, I, I forget the name of the podcast. I apologize, but she was on someone else's podcast and she was saying that um, it was a list that came out and they, had josh like fourth or fifth and she's like yeah i I could see that and it wasn't this list it was a different Mm -hmm. list yeah yeah i disagreed with it but i understood where she's coming from i think for this type of list though when when you're talking about the best overall player in the league i just i have a tough time putting anybody after josh allen i mean anybody before josh allen who isn't patrick mahomes i just have a tough time josh he was the entire offense
0: well, right, and, and Daryl says, Daryl Fletcher says, who's both of our guys. Daryl Fletcher uh, retweeted a post today about Boomerang, which is one of my favorite, and I responded to it, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, sorry, sidebar. But he said, the elbow and lack of uh, Cole Beasley showed up, in my opinion. And I think there's something to be said for for that part, part of it. Something Something came off the rails during the season for that offense, and I don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. I'm not sure John and Jerry know what it is something just i know he hurt the elbow so he did what he did made it to the eighth best player in the league wearing an arm brace on his throwing arm which is absolutely insane see, go ahead
1: no but that's the, that's the part that's the reason why I, I still feel like he should be higher like to do he if josh allen didn't play incredibly well in every game the Buffalo Bills would not have been 13 and three for
0: sure and that's and that's so Jeremy White and uh Joe DiBiase were making that same argument this week I think it was this week okay they were just talking about the fact that if you put Josh Allen on another team what happens to that team they get really good so so shouldn't he be higher than eight shouldn't all but that's that's the hard part is like they were they were arguing I think it was on Monday they were arguing maybe it was today I don't know they were arguing that like a defensive Lineman probably should never be top five as much as Aaron Donald is Aaron Donald. He was way down the list this year. If you put Aaron Donald on the Cardinals this year, the Cardinals aren't going to win five extra games. If you put Josh Allen on the Cardinals this year, what's their record? He's going to, he's going to win games for them. Right. And that goes back to the whole quarter wins are not a quarterback stat. And it's like, well,
1: <laughs> not to have Maybe. that. Argument again. Right. <laughs> That's but <laughs> but when you when you have that argument though when you're talking about like a defensive player it, sometimes it's just undeniable like you, it, just because the guy can't put touchdowns on the board doesn't mean that they don't influence games like just as much they yeah. it might not be yeah. wins because like the defensive player again they, he can't score the ball up sometimes but yep yep but man Aaron Donald man he's, I don't think I've ever seen somebody so, personally in my life like I know LT everybody talks about him like he's that, and yeah. so I believe it yeah. and I've watched film but but, yo, Aaron Donald, man.
0: There's there's something about a, a defense – a, a fantastic defensive player that is a, – a, I use the term havoc wreaker, right? We've talked yeah, about having a yeah. havoc – which we we hope Vaughn returns to that form and is that guy like he was early in the season last year. Defensive players come up big in big moments. Chris Jones, right? A lot of these guys, Quinn Williams, they come up big in big moments. When you need them, they're there. Quarterbacks affect the whole game. They affect mm-hmm. almost the entire – whether you're winning or losing, the quarterback is affecting the entire game, whereas the def- – we don't have to we don't have to expound upon that i think we're on the same page um but yeah it's just interestingly enough
1: did you see that graphic earlier that uh dan freddy posted with baker mayfield being like oh way, way off to the side by
0: himself yeah it was uh epa uh epa when they're losing is that what it was or something like that i can't remember but yeah yeah he was a yeah he was a low he was the lone (laughs) ranger
1: Whatever the metric was, he was like the absolute worst. He <laughs> was just bad.
0: It was bad. Yeah. Which is, yeah, it's, oh, it's, I bad. think the getting back before we talk, let's get into our, our, uh, the roster, the depth, the, the, the let's current depth chart, and then we'll talk about roster projections. I think the most intriguing thing for me, getting back to the Jets hard knocks thing that I wanted to, to say real quick was I'm interested to see what this does for Zach Wilson. I'm interested to see what learning from a guy like Aaron Rodgers and humbling himself. And you can, you could see it in the show that his attitude feels a little less entitled, right. Than what maybe it had his first two seasons um, admitting for me him admitting that like things weren't fun and things went bad. And then I start to lose confidence, right. Or he said you, and then you start to lose confidence. And then there was an aspect of like, Oh, th- th- this just got real for me. So I'm, I'm excited to kind of see an interested, wildly interested to see if there is an effect an Aaron Rodgers effect on Zach Williams, Zach Williams, Zach Wilson, like when Aaron's gone in a couple of years, does that make sense?
1: Yeah, we'll see too. And cause I mean like the kid, he's talented, you know, he very, he can throw the ball. Like, you know, it's not, it's, he wasn't drafted. What was the second overall, you know, for no reason. So right, right. if, so we'll see, uh, you know, um, I don't think it's gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: amazing. So this uh, this this depth chart, and I'm proud of myself because I I, I put it out on the overreaction Buffalo Twitter handle. Mm-hmm. And I feel like before anybody else did that the Bills hyphenated or slashed alphabetically several players that were in serious roster like position battles because they're trying not trying to give anybody anything so you know when you look at this roster this depth chart the current one you know Deontay Hardy Khalil Shakir and they're like I said they're alphabetical which is freaking crazy to me when you look at the 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 corners Benford Elam Jackson it's like well one of those guys is the number one but we're Mm -hmm. not gonna give you even a hint a remote hint of who the number one is was there anything outside of probably Puna Ford being third string right now which could just be him learning the system right he could be a little bit behind Was there anything on this depth chart before we get into our position uh, or roster projections that stuck out to you?
1: Just Osiris uh, being. I agree. That that was all. But I mean, everything else, to be honest with you, like looking at this, it now, if we're going to read too deep into it, which is what we're going to do for the sake of this show. (laughs) um, (laughs) if, If this is the case, it's like, it gets interesting because then it's like, okay, the team, the team, we kept a lot of guys, and then yeah. we brought in some some guys for depth. But we also brought in some guys who who's who's not going to make it, man. Like when you look at you, and I know this week, are we doing what offense or defense? Offense, offense. Okay, but so you look at this defensive group though. Like look at the edge, the DTs. Like, it, it, good luck. You know what I mean? Like somebody somebody's not going to make it. Who we're used to seeing on this team?
0: Right, right. Um, clearly, the Osiris situation with Ryan Bates not being the backup center, like slotted in as the back, you know, Greg Mance being there was interesting. Uh, I'm glad Van Roten is no longer on this football team personally. Um, yeah, seeing how he, him and miss him and him and a miss snap with Josh Allen cost us two football games. I don't know if you remember that last year, <laughs> one of them being the Dolphins game. <laughs> actually two missed snaps in that game cost us the Dolphins game. But yeah, there wasn't a whole lot here that, you know, you've got to question Kyle Allen, right? There's got to be serious concerns there uh, as far as mishandling snaps, just not looking the part, you know, let's be honest. He got this football job because he's really good friends with Josh. And I respect the bills front office saying, Josh, pick your backup quarterback, a guy that you want in the room that you love and that you vibe with. Matt Barkley is one of those guys Matt Barkley, in my opinion, is not going to win us two or four games if something happens to Josh. And right now, I've got a lot of concern about Kyle Allen. Um, but there's really nothing else on this list that that was like, oh, outside of probably Osiris, that they did not do Ryan Bates
1: slash Osiris Torrance. Right? That's to me. That's the only one. I agree. Like, That's it. That the roster looks ready. <laughs> you know, it's. It looks ready to me. I agree. But but you could even shuffle, and again, that's the conversation that we were having. You could shuffle some guys in the like defensive area and say, okay, it's ready. What what do you make of
0: Edge Forty Von Miller being slotted as one? He's on he's he's on the pup list. Yeah, but I don't I don't. Is there anybody else on here that's on the
1: pup list? Uh, nope.
0: There might be, but you know what I'm saying, right? Like, uh, but I just
1: looked, um, cause really it's
0: what, what do you make of Von Miller saying? I'm getting close. I'm almost ready. It's not, it's not going to take me a year going back to when he first injured it. I'm going to be back for the first game.
1: Listen, uh, hang on a second. Hang on. I,
0: what do you, <laughs> what do you make of all of his, I'm going to use the word grandstanding, right? Marketing, grandstanding. I've got a voice. I've got a podcast. I'm going to use it. Meanwhile, he has been incorrect about everything else that he has said is going to happen.
1: Everything. 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 Like every single thing. And I, I understand a, he wants to play and the bills want him to play. They're paying him a lot of money and the production when he was playing last year was through the roof. He was amazing. Yep, yep. But look, if the Buffalo bills play him week one, I would be disappointed in the franchise. You don't, you don't rush this guy back. He, it, you don't do it. I will be disappointed. I don't care what he says, how ready he thinks he is. Right. Right. You're not that ready from an ACL tear that this quickly. Just right. know.
0: And uh, there's something, something to be said for, you know, that those, the middle linebacker situation, I can't see Dotson as much as I love T Dot beating out Spectre or Bernard, but we'll see. We shall see. So let's get into roster projections, my friend. Um, where do you want to start? Do you want to start a quarterback?
1: Yeah, let's start with the easiest, the easiest room. <laughs>
0: uh, well, Josh Allen has made my uh, starters Allen. list.
1: <laughs> yep, yep. And I think uh, Matt Barkley absolutely will make our practice squad. I, I, um,
0: I agree with you. And I think at this point in time, we have to pencil in Kyle Allen unless thing, things bro. go really poorly on Saturday and maybe a couple of games after that. But uh, is there a chance that that Kyle Allen gets cut? I mean, who... Not for Kyle. not for Matt Barkley, Kyle Allen. No, not for they, Matt Barkley. And they bring I'm it back up. Who? Right. Like they, they bring it back up. The, the, they say, hey, if something goes terribly wrong, we got to win three of six games. Like, Kyle, you're not the guy. Sorry,
1: dude. Well, So Teddy Bridgewater was just picked up. Yes, he was. Um,
0: There's guys out there, but yeah.
1: But, I mean.
0: They can make a trade.
1: They could make a trade. But, I mean, like, who? And you don't. I guess you don't guy, really have to.
0: Trubisky is probably a guy they could trade for knows the system you think
1: the sailors would, would let go of, of mitch
0: do you do you think uh i i want to i was going to say do you think they want the distraction i don't think Trubisky's being a distraction but i think trubisky wants to be we know he wants to start right so and he's firmly behind the number one guy there but right so i want a billion dollars in my account tomorrow I did not win the lottery last night, so I'm making millions. <laughs> I make 1000000s i did not either. So, I mean, look,
1: I get it. He wants to start, but guess what? Everywhere that he started, he's been benched since he's been in the NFL. you got to be
0: in it to win it. I was in it. I did not win it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you for that. But, but there's an aspect of I feel like the Bills could win a couple games with him. Would the Steelers trade him was the question. I don't know. I, I think they probably would. They might trade mm-hmm. him. They might be willing to trade him for a wide receiver, of which we have a plethora.
1: You think we have a plethora?
0: Uh, we'll see. We'll get there.
1: Where would you rank our room
0: in just, the NFL?
1: You yeah, you don't have to have like a specific spot, but just like, would you put us in an elite category?
0: It's very not. It's, it's not elite. I think it's very good. Um, and I think the benefit this year. And I don't remember who I talked about it with. I think I said it to Joe Marino at practice. I said that it was an absolute tragedy, travesty, that the only person talking about the fact that the Bills went into the season with three boundary wide receivers, one of which was a special teamer, all of last year was me. And then Jeremy White started talking about it last week. Like he literally said, the Bills, if you remember, went into the season last year with two boundary receivers and touchdown Jesus. And I was over here, if you remember, going, this is a problem. Like, I'm excited about the fact, the the prospect that we've got four legit boundary receivers this year, along with Deontay Hardy, who can play the boundary. There's ideas out there that Khalil Shakir could play the, the boundary. But I think there's a guy in there, potentially, that could, if the Bills need to make a move for a backup quarterback, and we know that Mike Tomlin loves his wide receivers. We know that, right? Do they need one? I don't know. Okay. So good. I would say very, I would say very good.
1: Great. I would go for it.
0: I would say very good. Your question was, where would I rank them? I would say very good. And that is wildly upon the expectation that Gabe Davis is 2021 Gabe Davis and not 2022 Gabe Davis. Where do you rank the wide receiver room? Good. Good. Not very good. Just good.
1: No, no, even if, even if Gabe Davis is excellent this season. So say Diggs is Diggs and Davis is excellent this season. Mm-hmm. After Davis, the wide receiver, there's just a there's just drop off. I know we like what we see out of Hardy. I know what we like out of, you know, I, I understand like they drafted. I, I get it. And we want Khalil Shakir to take a step forward. It, it's, it's good. And by good, I mean, I'm seeing top 15. So, yeah, I would say that's the middle of the pack to me. So it's a good.
0: We are literally in the space where Josh Allen makes wide receivers better right? than they yeah. probably are. Yeah. All right, let's get on to running backs. Running back room. I got three.
1: Okay.
0: I have uh, James Cook, Damian Harris, and Reggie Gilliam. This is where that I couldn't get to 26. Latavius Murray, I think there's an open door to make this roster if they decide they want to keep four. However, last year they kept two and Taiwan Jones. So I think there's an opportunity for the Bills to go into the season with two. But I think Reggie Gilliam makes this team your guy. I think Reggie. Makes well,
1: it. I think Reggie Gillian makes it as a as a tight end,
0: not as a fullback.
1: Well, tight end, fullback. They're gonna like hybrid his position type thing. So, gotcha. how, how many do you have at running back? Just three. Yeah, and I agree. It's the same. It's the same. same. It was. It, did it feel easier to pick this roster this year than in other it, years? It did. It did. Absolutely. Because <laughs> even like last year, there was a part of me like because we drafted so. Now, I know we ended up trading Zach Moss, but it's like, does Zach Moss make this roster? You know, like last year, there was questions about the running back room. There was questions about really – yeah, it it was a lot lot less questions this year.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, Tight end room,
1: what you got? This one is interesting for me because I feel like special teams could come into play. Who? So – Okay, so obviously Kincaid is making this team, right? Knox is making this team. I feel like because of the, can you throw the um, the depth chart back up? Yep. I feel like because of the, um, because of them being able to be flexible with Reggie Gilliam and have that, okay, he's half fullback, half tight end. Yeah, he's a, I think he's that a they half can halfback
0: half back role,
1: right? I, I, and I know Quentin Morris, they liked him last year. I think, I think a Morris sleeper could sleep. be. Well, I think I think Jay Sternberger could be a, a sleeper for special teams. Well, I mean, but he's a tight end, so I mean, right. he's. He, but I think he's also going to get snaps on special teams. But I mean, like I think they like Quentin Morris, but I think I think the potential of what Jace brings in, I think they they he might sneak onto. I'm not saying he's better than Quentin.
0: Yeah, yeah, it'll yeah, go either sure. way. Yeah, I How get it. I, I don't necessarily disagree. Um, if there's an opportunity on offense, because we are wildly low on offensive special teamers this year, in my opinion, versus where we have been in the past. You know, um, yeah. So we
1: don't I have on Jesus. We
0: we don't have uh, Tywan Jones is not on this no roster. Yeah. yeah. So I would agree with you that there are some slots not being taken up by some potential special teamers. I've got Dawson Knox, Dalton Kincaid, obviously Quentin Morris. I think Quentin Morris makes this team for sure. Like hundred percent makes this football team.
1: Okay.
0: Where am I at on, you know, on Jay Sternberger? I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. Again, I've got, I think I've got 24, 25 uh, offensively right now. I don't have 26. Um, So there's an opportunity for somebody to be there. Now, wide receiver room. (laughs) I'm about to be the most hated man in Buffalo. Um, I'm going to let you go first.
1: Okay, so obviously Diggs is making it.
0: Are you sure um, they're not going to trade him?
1: No, I think. I, I think mean, I heard he's...
0: he's. I heard he's a problem. I heard he's a problem in the locker room. He's a problem. They don't like. He has an
1: issue with the quarterback, and he's not happy. and hates him. I heard he hates very, him. Very concerning. Very concerning. Very concerning. So... Can I just uh, say I think... this?
0: Can I just say this about Stefan Diggs? Um, because I don't think I got the opportunity to talk about it after I went to camp. Stephon Diggs is always at nine or ten at camp, and I know I don't think you've been to camp. Have you been to camp since Steph has been there? No, he's always at nine or ten. Steph was at eleven and twelve, like he turned it up to twelve yeah. when he was at camp at camp this year. Like he is he's off on, the chart. Yeah. yeah, he's off the chart this year. this year. He has taken his leadership role to another level. Go ahead.
1: Well, and, and just to comment on that really quickly, I think I think people need to get over whatever they think the story was. I get so tired right. of like ESPN and I'm specifically speaking on a, a segment on ESPN that I saw where they were like still talking about, well, Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen, it's a problem up there in Buffalo. So that's why they're not going to win the AFC East. Right. Right. And it's just like, look, it, stop, stop trying to create and keep running with this thing. Cause it's not, it's not what it was, right. but anyway, so wide receiver, Stephon Diggs makes this team. Gabe Davis makes this team. Yes. Um, I, Obviously I feel uh, Deontay Hardy makes this team. I, th- I think Andy Isabella is gonna make this team. Nice, I like that pick. I, I, I love that pick. I when when he when they said that he came to Buffalo to try out for the team, I'm like, I really hope that they sign this guy. Uh, he's he's a speedy receiver, can create some separation. He he has everything with a quarterback like Josh Allen. He has everything that it takes to to like make big plays. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's that I can. I like it. I like it. Yep, so, yep. um. My, my thing is whether we keep five or six. Where are you at? I, I,
0: same spot. I look, 100% was like, are, is this a five roster That's it. or is this a six roster?
1: It's 100%. Because then I, I struggle with putting certain – like I feel like certain guys won't make it to the practice squad. There's no way – I feel like um, Khalil Shakir makes it to the practice squad. But I think they – I don't think Justin Shorter does either. I think they like Justin Shorter.
0: Justin Shorter does not make it to the practice squad. He if does he gets not. cut, he's gone. Like him. If and he I, gets cut, I, he's gone.
1: He's he's solid. Like The so dude is
0: solid. The reason I was stuck on five or six is because literally Deontay Hardy. Because what we have seen from this front office before is if you have a guy that is designated as your special teams returner, which removing kickoffs from the equation this year might change that whole entire thing. Deontay Harder, if he De, Deontay Hardy, if he is listed as the special teams returner guy, which he is on the depth chart, you can see it right there. Number mm-hmm. one guy. Yep, they might say, Well, we need a slot guy. So for me, as far as five or six goes, and we can we can have a conversation about this. Stefan Dix clearly Gabe Davis clearly, which I'm not overly happy about. I'm I'm not sure. I, I want to be proven wrong. I'm gonna say that again. I want to be proven wrong this year that Gabe Davis is a legitimate number two. I want I want to be proven wrong that it was just his ankle, that that was the problem. I want to be proven wrong that he's not a great number three, like an elite number three, that he is a number two, that there was just other things that kind of came into play. So Diggs, Davis, Sherfield makes this roster, in my opinion. Hardy is making this roster. Justin Shorter is making this roster. And where that sixth, fifth, sixth person is for me is Khalil Shakir. I'm not 100% sure that Khalil Shakir makes this roster. Now, let the comment section go nuts. Let everybody on Twitter lose their mind. Let everybody that listens to this in podcast form DM me hate mail because for some reason there is this idea, and there has been since last year, that Khalil Shakir is like Stefan Diggs in waiting. The Bills, like I got in a Twitter fight this week about the fact that. The reason Khalil Shakir did not dominate last year is because the Bills don't play rookies. Meanwhile, Khalil True. Shakir was in on 70% of
1: the snaps last year. 70. So, <laughs> I think 70%. I I, think I sent you I think I sent you one of my debates about him where somebody's actually and it was about Andy Isabella when I said, "Oh, I hope they sign this guy." And then somebody in my comments was like, "Well, who is he going to replace cuz Khalil Shakir better make this roster." And I'm right. like I'm like, well, what what is it that he's done? And I'm not saying he won't make the roster. Just I'm asking the question: What is it that Khalil Shakir has done in his time in Buffalo that makes you feel like he's a lock? Well, he's a fifth roster?
0: round draft pick too,
1: right? It's like a lock. He's a fifth
0: round draft pick. He's got so. What I need to see from Khalil, he's got to catch the football, which he's had a hard time doing in camp, depending on which report you read. That's what's funny, too. I don't know if you've been paying attention to that. Some people are like, Khalil Shakir is catching everything. And then there's another report that's like, Khalil Shakir is dropping a lot of balls. It's like, so (laughs) what is happening in camp right now? Because clearly
1: there's bias. I'll check with Sal. I'll check with Sal.
0: That's actually the perfect statement after that. I need to see him be willing to block. Right, he. Avo- you watched the season last year several times. You said, "How many times did you watch him avoid contact in a blocking situation? Like That's literally, 100%. step back, step to the side, and kind of hands a guy over, like as he made the tackle." Like avoids him.
1: Though that wide receiver room was bad. Agreed. Like When it comes to like blocking, it, it was bad. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But he's he's the
0: young player on the team. I don't I don't know why we're so up in arms about a fifth round draft pick, right? So, but I think the question that I want to pose to you is, well we'll, we'll get there some other time. We're not we're not we're not going to talk about it. It's going to be it's funny because Sarah has 7. So Sarah has uh Diggs, Davis, Hardy, Shearfield, shorter, Shakir and Isabella. So she's got 7 guys. It might be 5, it could
1: be 7. It's going to be interesting to see. Let's see, I'm going with the 6. I could I could see 7, but then but then that's when it gets difficult, you know, like again, like the conversation next week that we're going to have on defense. Yeah, that's the comment I had up that you Justin you Shorter, short Christian,
0: the real the encyclopedia who I got to meet. I think you saw the picture. Yeah, so the I got real. to meet Chris Yanke, the real Chris Yanke, which was awesome. And uh, he says Justin Shorter is a fifth round pick. Yes, he is. And you just said he's a lock. He's a lock for two reasons. Number one, he's a rookie. And number two, he had a 97 percent catch rate. To me, that is all the conversation you need to have about this draft with Dalton Kincaid and Justin Shorter based off of what we saw last year. The Bills brought in people that could catch the football. Shearfield can catch the football. Mm -hmm. Hardy can catch the football, which is a message to guys that didn't really do a great job of securing the football last year. So, yes. Go ahead. Catch
1: the football and create after the after you catch it, we want you to get some more yards.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. A little bit a little bit of yak. Give me, me this give me a little bit of yak. Yeah. So I think we're in agreement. It's funny because I don't know that we're gonna be too contested on any of this. I expected you to say that Shakir was gonna was a lock to make the roster, so we would no. have a little bit of a fight. But you, no,
1: you see how it. I've been talking and, and I hope he makes it. I like him and I want to see him. I, I was one of the guys that I feel like you know they could have put him in some better situations. Uh, to try to get him a little more involved in the offense. But at the same time, he was on the field. It wasn't like he, you know, wasn't given opportunities. We can't – it's not the excuse that we have for, like, Elam, where it's like, oh, they barely – he wasn't even active for some games. or They didn't – it's not that excuse. Sh- Khalil Shakir played. Like, he actually played. And I think Isabella, he absolutely – to me, he makes the right. Now, I haven't been to camp. I'm out in Phoenix. I'm going based off of – a, what I know about Andy Isabella as a player, and then B, based off of what I heard about how good he looks in camp and then certain conversations I've had. I think he makes the team 100%. Wow. wow.
0: I have, interesting. I have conversations, too, that I'm not privy <laughs> to discuss live on the air. But after this show, remind me, and I'll tell you some of the stuff that I've heard. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? So are you cool yep, with that? Yep. Same thing. Uh <laughs>
1: same thing (laughs) just yeah it's like yeah
0: so uh offensive line i've got 10 guys Deion dawkins Connor mcgovern mcgovern rather mitch morse ryan bates these are my starters spencer brown so i was wildly surprised when the bills agreed with me on this initial depth chart uh osiris torrance is making this football team i've got ike butker making the football team just because of knowledge of the scheme i think they like him i've got nick broker making this football team brandon shell making the team and david quesonberry making the team do you differ?
1: I have the same guys making it, but you said um your starter is Bates. I have I have Torrance starting over him. You do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right.
0: Uh we'll see. I mean, I'm not opposed yeah. to it. I I think the Buffalo Bills in this front office could very quickly and easily put Bates back into that first guy off the bench role who never plays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which to me will be maddening if one of the starting five not named Mitch Morse struggles. Yeah, I did just I, I just feel like Torrance is starting. Did I did I just drop a novel on you by saying one of the five starters not named Mitch Morse because all the other guys maybe not Connor McGovern
1: have struggled in camp badly. But they're not going anywhere. Dion's not going anywhere. Dion has struggled in camp. Yeah, but Dion you know how bad he would have to struggle. I mean, and I get it. It's camp. He looks bad. Okay. I'm, but I'm. Dion's not going no place. I right. don't think so
0: either. So I'm
1: just saying, like, you know, especially at this point, like, there's not, there there aren't, what other left tackle is even out there that you would consider starting for, for your season?
0: I mean, obviously, David Quisenberry's on this team, and I've never seen Ryan Bates play left tackle. But we're told that his strength, that the, the number one. So I would say this. So we're told that the best, the best role he plays is left tackle. We've seen him play left guard and center and right guard. Right guard, he was meh. Center, he can play. And left guard, he was good. Right. So I would project.
1: 17 games i would would project ignorant
0: i would project ignorantly let me finish that statement i would project (laughs) ignorantly that he would prop that that whatever we've heard about him being a left tackle would probably work the the question is is does it work in the nfl for 17 games
1: to your point Deion dawkins is is a pro but like i he ain't going nowhere so yeah, the, the only one that I question is Torrance starting over Bates, but I think I like Bates, and I, I hope that he gets snaps this year. Like I hope everybody's healthy. Yes. you know what I mean. So I so I don't want him to get too many snaps. If it works out, give me a, a starting five that's that's together and cohesive the entire season, and just let Bates get in for some breathers here and there. But I want everybody healthy. But but no, Bates is good enough. To, I I want him to get some get some reps it would just be a question of where right and
0: we don't want him to get them at the center position <laughs> i mean no, I, it's not no. as much of a drop-off i'm not saying that bates is bad at center um but i don't want
1: no, hurt. mitch morris is and he's he's better than than we give him credit for. he's a very good center
0: i re i remember certain content creators from other outlets calling for mitch morris to be cut a couple years ago
1: like man <laughs> don't get me <laughs> Like what? Now, now, last year, I will admit, I wrote an article talking about how I was concerned for his health, about his uh, concussions. Agreed. And I said at some point, five six, It's five or six. So at some point to me, it's like, okay, you're having concussions at that rate. You might want to consider retirement. Like what's important is your life and your your family. The scary
0: part about that, don't forget what you're going to say, the scary part Mm -hmm. about that is he got the concussion in the Titans game. And I went back, I think I sent it to you. I went back and looked at it last year. And it was barely much of anything. He literally, there was a blocking play. He kind of got tagged in the helmet. He didn't fall down. He ran off the field. Like the play was over. It was like third down was over. He ran off the field. It was no big deal. Didn't come back out
1: and was A lot of them don't even look. It just didn't even look like something that you would think would be the type of hit would cause a concussion. So I did write that. But as far as like when he's playing and he's healthy, I think Mitch Morris is, he's, he's one of, I was so excited when Kansas city lost their center and we got him. <laughs> <laughs> right. This guy was blocking for Patrick Mahomes. Right.
0: he's in, And we paid him. We paid him as the highest center in the NFL. Yep, when he came to at Buffalo, the time. Yeah. When he yeah. came to Buffalo. Uh, so there's a bunch of people having conversation around our picks. Uh, Chris Janke, the real Chris Yankee says broker has been running third team guard all camp. He's rookie. I, I'm not sure that that necessarily matters. I think they're going to give those guys a chance. Sarah says broker will not make the team. Uh, did you pick all your – did you did you give your list? You didn't give your list yet. Do I need to go back? Uh, yeah, let's go back. Sorry, my bad. So I No, I, you're good. I, I mean, I'm
1: good. I'm just talking with you, so I'm not even <laughs> – <laughs> long as you're not so, talking
0: at me, we're good. <laughs> well, no, I guess I did
1: give the list because I said I agree with everything you said. I just was switched for the starters.
0: Oh, gotcha! Right, right, yeah, right, right,
1: yeah. Man. No, I'm I'm in agreement with you with who makes the team. I just I think I think Torrance is a starter.
0: Greg Bantz, probably. I mean, practice squad, right? Um, I mean, Alec Anderson has been on this team for a while. I think. Who else is there? I mean, I you know, yeah. Like I said, I I feel like this was a pretty easy, yeah, roster projection for the offense. Yeah, very easy. Gotcha. Yeah. Renaissance man is in the room. Whoever call was calling for Morse to be cut has the best strains because he was one of the least guys I worry about Best strains
1: from he's his smoking. smoking, that, smoking oh, that. Yeah.
0: come
1: on, Joe, you got to get
0: it. I'm, I'm old. I'm, I'm a, yeah, that, that, like, <laughs> Joe Miller is old. Like there it is. It just came out like we just, you, you basically let everybody in the world know Renaissance man who, you know, I love you that I'm old and I'm not with it. So yeah,
1: El Boogie. shout out to El
0: Boogie. <laughs> El Boogie. Oh, yeah. that's renaissance man. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, um, but that was our roster projection, uh, to not much fan affair. Um,
1: I just, so I think the biggest topic of conversation that we have at for a show is whether or not Khalil Shakir, if we think he makes the roster or not, or if we, um, you know, what, what do we think he has to do to make it? I think he's good enough to make it, but it's, it's the conversation that remember a couple of years ago when Isaiah McKenzie was on my show. Yep. 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 And I asked him like, hey, you know, the team is good. Are you you know, what if you're good, but just outside of good enough to make the team, you know, and yep. it's kind of it's kind of to me, it's like that it's a numbers game. And I, I, I like Shakir, but um I don't know, I I, I like is Andy Isabella. So So that
0: was the one topic that we did kind of push around a little bit before the show was talking about the return of Ike imac who you appropriately named i think imac yeah so do you want it to didn't take off
1: it didn't take off it, it did not know. it didn't but <laughs> i show love No, when his... i show love to him it didn't take off his play didn't exactly take off either it didn't <laughs> but i just find it funny when i show love to him that didn't take off when i'm honest about his play and about how all i'm saying is i hope this weekend i hope he gives us a, a turnover on special teams. Give the Bills the ball for once. How about that? I don't
0: I, I don't know even know what to make of special teams. Like literally, I have spent the times that I've been in the truck driving around, because I haven't been driving around much. I've been basically just hunkered down at the cottage, which you can see now I'm back at the studio. Yeah. Um, driving around, literally thinking about what in the hell are the kickoffs gonna look like. And I love Coach Smiley, and Coach Smiley lives in Hamburg, and his daughter is friends with my daughter. They go to the same school. But there's something to be said for him saying we will adjust, and we will play by the rules, and we'll do what we got to do, and we'll learn to weigh in with the rules that we have. Like, he wasn't adverse to it, and he wasn't negative on it. But for me, it's like you're removing a pretty fun, exciting, big part of the game, right? Like, inside the 25, you can fair catch it and put it to the 25. Why would any? Teams. Why would anybody return it?
1: I love special teams, and I hate that they're killing that part of the game.
0: The only way you're returning that football is if it's kicked to the 19 or the 20, right?
1: And why would you do that? Like even defensively, the the strategy just makes sense. Let's start them off at the 25. It, it just, I don't know, because if you kick it to the one, you're not going to catch it. Because now they just fair catch it.
0: They just fair catch it.
1: That's right. And what
0: is there, what is the rule? If you don't know, in the comment section, please, Chris Jankey, uh let us know. Is there what is the rule on free kicks now? So a kickoff is a free kick. So if it bounces inside the 25 and drops, is it a free ball? Because it,
1: it, they're I treating what is kick- the
0: rule? They're treating kickoffs like a punt now.
1: Right? Well, I hope not. I hope they treat it like a kickoff because I hope it's still a live ball. I don't know what the rule is. Walter says Shakir is definitely a lock. Things cutting him is extremely short-sighted when you have so many wide receiver on expiring deals. He's valuable as a wide receiver with more years, and as a draft pick. There's one.
0: There's one receiver with an expiring deal. Gabe Davis.
1: Well, and I and even so, I don't I don't see how valuable he is. he hasn't. What has he done? That's the, that's the question I have. What has he done? That has shown me or you that he's outplayed his draft position, or that he's a lock for this team. I think he's outplayed four. He's out, he's outplayed
0: fourth round for really? sure. I think so. For as a fourth round pick, I think he's outplayed that. Um, Christian Kirk had eighteen million a year. If somebody's rolling up and giving Gabe Davis eighteen million a year, bye bye. Right. He's going to get money. <laughs> well, wide receivers get money.
1: No, that playoff game got him. Money. He just has to have like two, three good games this year. He's yeah. getting paid. Gabe is getting paid. You know, I hope it's the Bills, though. I do hope he's, I hope they can work it out and keep him here. Beth hey, says
0: Shakir could be trade bait, too. So I, I think this is part of what's missing in this whole conversation. And we got to wrap up here in a minute. I'm not outside or opposed to the idea that the Bills keep six. They cut Shakir, and they go after a slot receiver that's cut, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody somebody that didn't make a squad someplace that's a veteran that works like, well. I,
1: I, mean, I, don't, I know it has to happen. but
0: There's always guys. There's always somebody out there that's going to get cut, right? Somebody that can play well against the zone and find the soft spots because Shakir struggled with that too.
1: So why the she, hell didn't we pick up somebody last year? I'm sorry. We
0: sorry. did. We picked up
1: Beasley. No, after – after three-fourths of the season was over i'm saying why didn't we pick like all year we went into the season they said gabe davis was injured as of week two we we didn't have anybody for that emmanuel sanders role we didn't have anybody for the gabe davis role because isaiah mckenzie clearly was buns cheeks even regardless of whatever term you want to use for it and and then i mean dawson knox god bless him i love him but he didn't start really playing until late in the season I get it. He, he played. He was there for games, but go and look at his stats. I had many questions, many a days as to why his contract was the number that it was versus his catches and yards and touchdowns being what it was.
0: There is a lot of football politics. A and, a, and, and a bunch of people have probably logged off. And there's probably a bunch of people that were listening in a podcast from that haven't hung out. But like literally, there's a ton of pot, football politics going on that happened last year. And you're 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 dancing around, circling around all of it. Why did we not go get somebody when Gabe Davis got hurt? Right. So two boundary receivers. Kumaro got hurt. Davis is hurt. You've got a guy on the roster. Your guy that went to New York City and blew up. Who you cut twice? You cut twice. Isaiah McKenzie, Khalil Shakir. All the conversation, even tonight in the comment section, about Khalil Shakir. Was so good at seventy percent of the snaps that they went and got Cole Beasley off the bench or off the off the off the out of the bleachers along Talk with John him, Brown. Him. Talk to him, Joe. I mean, wh- I don't know what the answer is as far as what they're trying to figure out or what they're trying to do. I don't know who it is that they're hanging on to that they're worried about losing because you've said before we lost Isaiah Hodgins, who looks like a potential player in the nfl i'm not saying a superstar player in the nfl contributor in the nfl mckenzie's not on this football team anymore uh uh crowder's not on this football team anymore like we we let that guy go for guys that aren't on this team anymore and if they cut shakir i i mean we're never gonna get the next one. nobody's ever gonna stand in that press room and go hey by the way brandon and you cut or you cut isaiah Hodgins. he went to he went to new york and and became something talk to him Joe to keep McKenzie to keep Crowder to keep Beasley to keep Shakir all the guys that are not on this football team anymore you what can, was the thought
1: back and re John Brown talk, to him, what talk was the, to him Joe what was the
0: thought process here did you not know that the kid could play football is that what you, like, did you, did when he made the diving catch in the Red versus Blue game last year, when he beat, I forget who he beat off the line and made that crazy catch that was on, e, like, Good Morning Football and on ESPN. Like, did you not see any of that? Do you want to give us some insight on what you were thinking talk, with Kimsey yeah. Shakir,
1: Crowder, right? All those guys? Kumaro? Well, Crowder was hurt, technically. For some of it, yeah. But... Talk, t- talk to him, Joe. Talk your, t- t- put put on for your guy because you're I'm right. I'm done. I'm done. You're right. <laughs> I know Crowder got hurt, but I'm a hype you. I'm just saying. Talk your <laughs> talk, man. Talk Jer- your talk.
0: Jerry Strowski is texting me. Or maybe he texted me a while ago and I just missed it. Oh, he oh, was, was... apologizing for being late. No big deal.
1: Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> big O, we love you,
0: dude. We love you. We love yeah. you, Big o. We're going late anyway. <laughs> we're keeping yeah. the people. We're keeping the people around
1: yeah jerry when y'all partying like that man go ahead and party i I didn't roll my eyes i said eyeball emoji i was looking at you i wasn't rolling them no i love jerry man jerry jerry is um he's gonna be doing a new show uh as of the start of the season uh it's gonna be called Primetime time rumblings where we're gonna have for monday night football or is it sunday night i don't whichever one is one of the two he's gonna um have a show that Kind of breaks down the primetime game for that week, and then Sarah would do one for Thursday Night football, so it's going to be cool man jerry jerry has been it's been so much fun to get to work with him and 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 John and mm. really everybody we got a good team we got a really a good, good team. team going into the season and I'm really excited about it but but not uh Jerry man we love you man and we appreciate everything that you're doing man he, Jerry's killing it he's killing it
0: hundred percent. So ladies and gentlemen, you've been tuned into the hump day hotline on the Buffalo rumblings vidcast network, which you jumped in in so quick on the hump day, on the hump day, hump day or hump day thing (laughs) that I missed all of that. So, uh, but uh, it's been good to uh, have all of you tuned in with us. Uh, Please stick around a couple more weeks. We've got the uh, defensive roster projections coming up next week. Uh, Colts game this week we'll talk a little bit about that um what else is going on so uh the season is around was it we 33
1: days away 34 I, I don't know but I just know I can't wait
0: are we OJ Simpson days
1: away yet I think we I think we just passed OJ days. Sarah, you know, Sarah's been doing like the every day she's been um, posting yes, yes. like the graphic of it and she yes. actually a couple of days prior she texted me and was like, should I should I do OJ? And I was like, yes, oh God. yes. Well, no, I don't know if she did or not. I didn't I didn't see it, but I told her I was like, they're going to drag you. They're going to get you. I don't know if she did. I hope she
0: did. There are few people in the NFL, in the history of the NFL, there were a man amongst boys, and OJ was that guy. Six foot two, a six foot two running back in 1970. Like, what are we talking about right now? That dude was just other world. But unfortunately. So it's
1: tomorrow. So it's tomorrow. Today it's was Saran Neal Day. So we'll see if if Sarah uh, posts him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: if she commits to it.
1: I was like, I, I, just, I just know how people are, man. Like, you're going to have the one crowd that, that's like, you can't just appreciate them for football. And I get it. I understand. I'm not, again, whatever your belief of whatever the situation that happened was, I, I don't I'm not even gonna get on that but what you just said man he was a giant and when we're talking about football man and he did it for the bills he did it for
0: 2001 yards for in, 14, 14
1: 2001. in 14 games that's insane like that's insane <laughs>
0: yeah yeah man among, man amongst boys and if you see if you ever met Joe DeLamalure which I have like his offensive line wasn't very big <laughs> No, like he was almost no. bigger than most of his offensive linemen. OJ was insane, man. It was insane. It was absolutely it was absolutely incredible. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in with us. Uh appreciate all you all of you guys for myself, for Jay Spencer King. We appreciate you guys. Uh love you guys. Football is right around the corner. Go and uh, before you know it, we'll have some uh some good football going on. Yeah. Hey, is he, is he
1: just yeah. Well, quick, you gotta some. you gotta get like a horn now. I'm used to hearing the third down it's at rains. some point throughout the, the show. We gotta <laughs> we got to figure out a horn or something like we got to i don't know can we load a horn up into the show or something that was
0: one of the most amazing moments for me in a <laughs> podcast ever because that horn like blew for like a half a second and you're like third down like it caught me and i was like what you're like it's third down <laughs>
1: like, it couldn't have been. we got to get, get the horn it's happening it
0: could, it couldn't have been scripted any better uh but uh love you guys appreciate you for me for jay spence for buffalo rumblings go Bills.
1: Go Bills. Go <laughs>